I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A Silly Dude production. Happy Tuesday. That means it's time for another episode of They Talk A Good Game. I am your ever uh, loyal servant and co-host, Lockie. Uh, you may know me from um, being f- very frustrated every each and every week watching the West Tigers play footy um, and getting very sad often. Um, <laughs> related to the footy, related to the Tigers. I'm joined by my co-host today, Harvey Billingham, who you may know from. From this podcast? Yeah, from They Talk A Good Game. From They Talk A Good Game, from being quite sad earlier on in the season. Mm, but, but as the weeks have gone on, more and more joyous, excited, and glad to be a Manly Sea Eagles fan, because we're the best team in the comp, apart uh, from two other teams. But they shall not be named. Probably the third most informed team in the comp. I would, I would give you that. Thank you. There you I'll go. I'll take it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it was a great uh, week of footy. Great week of footy. Once again, um, NRL footy. Um, lots of... The crackdown continues. It does, yeah. I, controversies uh, never far away in Controversies in rugby never far away. We're both... I mean, I'm, I'm quite enjoying the crackdown, to be honest. I'll tell you what's exciting about it, in a way, mm. is that... Teams that are like two or three tries down going into the final 20 minutes or so, it still feels like a close game because either side could go down to 12 men. Yeah, at any and, time. And that, that turns the tables. Someone could be... They could, one careless player can really turn the tables. Okay, uh, hi, question for you. How big do you reckon it does change the fortunes of a team going down to 12 men? Like, do you think that, let's say, the Bulldogs playing as the worst team in the comp this year, mm. were one like six points behind Penrith with 10 minutes to go and Penrith go down to 12. Do you think the Bulldogs oh. would get up and win? Do you think it changes it that much? Um, oh, I think it opens the door that was previously closed. Yeah. Um, whether or not they can step through it. Sure. Well, it gives them a chance, gives right? Them a you'd, chance. Say, you'd say Bulldogs were pretty much no chance yeah. playing 13 on 13. Yeah. But all of a sudden, you've got the team that's struggling to 
get any wins potentially could be causing a massive upset. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, we talk about that. On the weekend, the Tigers were playing the Warriors. Warriors go down to 12 men and score two tries against us. So... <laughs> yeah, but... I, I, <laughs> maybe the philosophy doesn't run true. Maybe there will be teams Sometimes that mentally it helps a team. They go down and they suddenly focus and they have... Yeah. And they... And they play better. Everybody lifts. Everybody lifts. Maybe that one annoying bloke on the team gets sent off and they all get happier. <laughs> Just like, yeah. oh, thank God he's gone. We can thank- put our heads down. But maybe, yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> um, didn't work for the Sydney Roosters against the Broncos because Victor couldn't learn his lesson. Uh, no. I was surprised he wasn't sent. He he got sent to the sin bin twice and yeah. then he was still put on report two more times after that. I was yeah, like, when, I, when is he going to get sent? He hasn't learnt his it's lesson. It's a very good point, but I don't mind the refs just taking each incident as it, whatever at, at, it is. on its own not, merits. Not carry like, not, over. Yeah, don't carry it over because mm. then that's a whole other area of interpretation that the refs, like, what? Yeah, you they've know? got to remember what's going on. That's yeah. up to the judiciary. Once exactly. it gets to there, that's when they can go, what's he done in the past? What's going on? I think what the refs need to focus on is making it fair in that match. Mm. And I think this... New Sinbin rule, or enforcing the Sinbin rule for high shots is is doing that, um, especially when you get players going off for HIAs and things like that. And yeah, it's taking some getting used to, isn't it? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it's it's, but I think in the long run, you know, they've got to stick. They've got to stick with it. A lot of people are calling on the NRL to just immediately go back. It's just, well, that's just simply not going to happen because, you know, they're not now going to, after saying that the reason they're doing this is to avoid players getting, you know, having serious issues with concussion and then just go, oh, but but the game's gone worse, so we're going to go back. This is is what it is. This is what it is. And I think we, the fans and the players, have to get used to it. And, you know, I think it's more than, you know, they say that, uh, players are going to, you know, careless stuff is going to happen. Well, it's time to get less careless. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's time to you, really make a... Make a 100%. There'll be an accidents effort. and, you know, incidental high shots and things mm. where players are falling down or tripping as they approach the tackle. And that's going to happen, but at least the rules are hopefully going to be consistent for everyone. Yeah. Uh, Brad Fittler came out during the week and, and supported... The crackdown, and a lot of people were saying, wouldn't have expected that, I guess, because they were starting to say, State of Origin's coming up, and it's the showpiece of the game, and it'll be ruined by these this crackdown. But but Brad Brad Fittler came out, which I think is good for someone like him to come out and just say, you know, how on earth could they say, like, how on earth could the game be ruined by our best players having the confidence that they're not going to get, you know, massively concussed? Yeah, I guess. injured so and yeah. not be able to potentially see out their careers mm. because of injuries that they're going to sustain throughout playing. Yeah. I, I've got a question for the NRL. I, yep. I don't know what your opinion I'll, I'll, is I'll, this, I'll do my best Mr. to field it. NRL. I'll do my best to field it. <laughs> is, yeah. If they're so serious about head knocks and that's what they're trying to prevent, why don't they make headgear compulsory? Yeah. I, I, like, I know aesthetically it might be problematic... I don't think headgear is necessarily a protector against concussion. It, it's like, got to do something, though. It's yeah. got to—it's got to be more protective than not wearing headgear. Yeah, I—I I feel like once you start with that, then it becomes—I mean—you're on your way towards like American football, and Are like you I feel like you're on your way. Yeah, <laughs> you're on your way. I, like I'm not saying it's a good idea or not, but if they 
like surely there's evidence for preventing head knocks by wearing protective things on your head, right? Mm. And I'm not saying I'd like to see it introduced, mm. and I accept your point that you're on the way, but players are already wearing headgear. It's not like it's completely new. It's some players are, some players aren't. It's personal preference or whatever. I'd be interested to see what the NRL community would be more outraged by. Yeah. <laughs> this crackdown or every player wearing headgear. That'd probably be some outrage. Yeah. They'd be like, what? Oh, Don't sure. even know who's who. <laughs> and, you know, equally, I think, potentially for clubs, it's a way of making more money, isn't it? With headgear. Yeah, merchandising. Merchandise. Sell, selling headgear. You've got players' numbers on headgear. them. Oh, yeah, put the numbers on the head. And and if you make, you know, if it's compulsory for the pros to play, all the junior leagues have to start wearing headgear as well, buying their club's headgear. Mm, It's a bold strategy. Mate, it's just a conversation piece from the weekend. I prefer this crackdown. um, You want to see the luscious locks flowing. That's right. Imagine it'd be just so cruel to put Nico Hines in a headgear. (laughs) (laughs) Like, to put... Toby Rudolph in a headgear. To put Angus Crichton in a headgear. Yeah, yeah. No. I don't, I'd break my heart. I'd rather see Victor Radley get put on report four <laughs> times than to see that. Um, I guess just last thing to touch on, I guess Storm and Panthers are killing it as per usual against some you know competitive sides in the Raiders and the Rabbitohs. Manly, they're joining the, the club of teams on winning streaks. Oh, yeah, 100%. Get the win over the Eels. We keep getting better and better. The Broncos pu- really pulled one out. I mean, that was another. That was a game that I thought was going to be the biggest margin of the round, and it ended up going the opposite way. Uh, the Broncos are building. They are building. They are building, and also they got they brought Albert Kelly into the team, who hasn't played NRL for like so long, five two thousand days or something. They said. Yeah, Since they're, last they're, played in the NRL. You know, they're chopping and changing the side. Yeah. Walters would have, in 11 rounds, I reckon he's used at least eight different half combinations. It's probably up to that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But I guess, but, you know... Mate, a- they beat the Roosters on the weekend, so we can't criticise too hard. You know, Madge is afraid to drop, to even take Luke Brooks off the field for a second. So I'm like, you know, I'd rather <laughs> see some chopping and changing than just, you know, blind loyalty. Same old, yeah. Blind loyalty. Got to... Get experimental. You got to get experimental. Fantasy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything else to talk about in the footy on the weekend? Um, <laughs> apart from Manly being amazing, I don't yeah, think right, so. Sure. Well, we've covered that. Go on then. Fantasy, right, fantasy. Our team of the week was Casho's dream team. Congratulations, coached by Anthony C. How many points did they get? Uh, 1,126. That's amazing. Big Gosh. score. Yeah. Nathan Cleary is captain. He's a must Need have. we say more? Tom Trebojevic in the team. Need we say more? Nico Hines in the team. Need we say more? <laughs> no, <laughs> no more. No more. There's no more to be said on this audio podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and tipping. Who was our tipping people? Well, that's a very I'll good question. You. Yeah, please let me know. <laughs> tell me and tell our audience. We had four teams who got seven out of eight. No teams got eight out of eight this week. Unsurprisingly, uh, I think all those people dropped uh, a tip on the Roosters Broncos game. Based off last week's performance, where we had like ten people get full marks, mm. got to lift your game, guys. Yeah. So the four people that got seven out of eight were Mitchell Cleary. Um, Congratulations. 
S. This is team names, by the way, not actual names. So his name isn't actually Cleary, but he's a Panthers fan, obviously. Um, S. Dennis B. Congratulations. Uh, DCE is handsome. Congratulations. And Fradson. Congratulations. All with scores of seven, but there can only be one winner in our tipping team of the week. And so we give it to S. Dennis B., who had a margin of 13. Woohoo! Well done. Well done, S. Dennis B. You are our tipper of the week. Welcome to The Bold, The Basic, and The Brilliant, everybody's favourite segment, where we go over our previous predictions, our future predictions, mm. our player of the round, a lot of ground to cover. There's so, so much, just it's all densely packed in, it's a package of rugby league goodness, it's kind of the only segment you need to listen to. I mean, the other stuff is very, you know, this is the cake. The other stuff is the icing. Absolutely. This, this is, is where our footy expertise and knowledge really <laughs> comes to the fore. Yeah, this is where people go, these guys, I'm just mucking around here. They really know. <laughs> this is the analysis, this the is- analytics. This is the stuff that we've got notes on. We got notes. So <laughs> we got let, notes. Let's, let's refer to them. Let's Last week's player of the round was uh, between Nathan Cleary and Nico Hines. Yes, and unsurprisingly, Nathan Cleary got it best player in the game at the moment um i mean we both wanted to go for nathan cleary but i i had to i had to choose nico as my backup option so yeah. fitting that nathan got that one not a lot to say there he is not a lot to say top class not a lot to say on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> really not much to say some say the less you say the better yeah all right actually no let's say <laughs> okay. some stuff uh, <laughs> what about this week play of the round well, what about the players? basic and the bold predictions from last week? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Good, good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> My basic prediction last week is was that Manly would beat the Eels, and it, it came, came true. true. It was on the bolder side of basic, because you know, based on ladder position, para were going well. But and it was a bank west, but Manly did it too good. They too did good. It. And what was your basic? My basic was that there would be over 10 sin bins or send-offs. And basic as Basic as hell. Ever, there were 17 yeah. over the weekend. It went up, I think, for a magic round. So well, Radley was a big Radley, contributor there. Radley was a big contributor. Um, yeah. So I got 17. Um, How was your bold? My bold prediction was that in the Rabbitohs v Panthers game, Nathan Cleary would kick a field goal at some point. He didn't need to because they... <laughs> It ran away. <laughs> he could have practiced. He I know. I was it. hoping oh, when I was watching that game. I was hoping. I was like, "Come on, you, you're ahead by enough. Just put one over. Just put yeah. one over. Don't you listen to my podcast, Nathan? <laughs> put one over. Go on. Oh. What was your bold last week? Raiders to beat the Storm. Nah, didn't happen. Nah, quite bold. Yeah, yeah, it was quite bold. Tipping against the Storm or Penrith, it's just not a wise. It's not a do. wise thing to do. No. Okay, moving on to this week. Let's start with our player of the round from the round that just was. Perfect. Three, two, two one. Nathan, Nathan Cleary. Cleary. Yeah. It's just got to be. It's just got to be. I was sort of looking for other players that were playing just as well as him or better, but yeah, he's the best player in the game at the moment. He is. And he's going to keep getting my nomination for player of the week as long as he keeps performing at he this keeps standard. He keeps assisting, he keeps scoring, he keeps kicking from heaps of metres like... He's got a complete game, and we are saying this was before we started the pod. He's one of the first kind of players I can really remember um, whose fantasy performance is as good, kind of equivalent to his actual on-field 
influence in performance. Yeah, you know? he's the best player in fantasy by far, yeah. and this season he's the best player by yeah. far. Yeah, because what I mean when I say that is just like I think like Jonathan Thurston used to be. Well, he was like the he was considered the best player in the game, but he wasn't the best fantasy player. Like he did things that weren't necessarily stats and you couldn't necessarily measure yeah. but and there have been players in the past as well that haven't been like first team stars yeah. that have been great fantasy players and good assets to have in your team and yep Cleary is an exception to the rule he's yeah he's really a shining light both fantasy wise and in real life and <laughs> a deserving player for the round I reckon deserving well I've now got to change you do because unfortunately change. the Tigers lost again and Manly yep. won again I'm, gonna, I'm always going to have to change trend. yeah so I'm going to have to change um, and this is a man who is yet to be given player of the round by either of us oh wow um, newbie yes he's but he's always kind of been on the cusp ever since he made his debut this year oh who's um, going to be Watching the Tigers v Warriors game the other night, as heartbreaking as it was to see my boys go down, it was quite a privilege to see Reese Walsh. Reese Walsh um, at fullback, given the fullback jersey, he Roger, is a talent. I mean, any any player that can push Roger Tuivasa-Shek to the wing is a special talent, especially at the age of eighteen. Yeah, I mean, it's going to actually be a really interesting battle for Rookie of the Year. I think between Sam Walker and Reese Walsh and Josh Schuster, potentially. I think I think the other two are going to outshine Schuster, mate. No, but he is no, good. I'm back in Schuster all the way. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Hundred percent. Right. We'll wait and see. But it is it is a close battle between a lot of them. Yeah, there have been uh, a number of good rookies, but Reese Welsh. Yeah, I'm just, I'm going to give it to him. He he class. was outstanding. I remember seeing the team list for the Tigers Warriors game, and I was going, oh, good. Like they've put two of us a check on the wing. Like mm. it felt like I was like, it's a silly move. And then Welsh tore us to shreds, so I ate my words there. Yeah, I think we said it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, but it baffles me that Brisbane have let Walker and Walsh go. It's unbelievable. In the last 18 months or whatever it's been. Yeah. Because that would just, that's a premiership winning spine. I know. Like, maybe not this year, but down the line, they're in the middle of a rebuild. Why weren't they backing their own youngsters? Yeah. Uh, confusing. Uh, very confusing. Very yeah. confusing. Hats off to the Warriors and the Roosters recruiting well. They've got yep. two stars on their hands. Absolutely. But Happy for the Warriors to get a star like that. They yeah, often... especially replacing Tuivasa Shek with him announcing that he's leaving at the end of the year. Yeah. They needed someone to fill those boots, and it looks like they've got one. They've got one. They've bloody got one. Um, basic predictions for this week. Um, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. I, um, I reckon there are two wingers that have really got my heart this year. Jason yep. Saab at Manly and Toto at Penrith. I just reckon they'll both score a try. All right. It's pretty simple. Pretty simple. Likely to happen. That's why it's in the basic predictions yeah, section. Nice. What about you? Um, it's sort of a match tip, but it's also a margin tip. I've got Panthers to defeat the Bulldogs this week by 30 or more. 30 or gosh. It's got to be a given. Uh, That's well, what's basic, I suppose. <laughs> Panthers, right. Panthers might rest a couple of players, you know, you don't know. Are you Not sure? for this week. I you don't reckon? Know. They might. I reckon they'll keep the train going. Keep the train going. Um, but Bulldogs, I mean, not that we're paying too much attention to betting odds, but the Bulldogs are... By sports bet, put it nineteen dollars this week, <laughs> which is like I reckon half the comp are at shorter odds to win the premiership. That's true. There are other bookies and betting agencies out there. Yeah, we don't associate, but that's the one that's on NRL.com, so that's what I've got up. <laughs> um, bold predictions this week. Do you want to go? 
Yeah, mine's not really based on anything. I just thought I'd go for something interesting. It's and it's not. Yeah, it's not based on anything. Is it based on the rugby league? It's based on the rugby league. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's not like it's not like there's a trend that I'm noticing and going, oh yeah, like this is <laughs> double denim coming just, back. You know, if it happens, then I'll be celebrating. If not, then I won't. And it's just that I think every team gets to double digits this week. Oh, nice. Every that's team, a good one. Yeah. Well, yeah. Even the Bulldogs, maybe. Maybe. Get to 10. Yeah, that, that's where the it's that's be where tricky. it might fall apart. But, but you <laughs> never know. With if Penrith lose a man into the bin, they could. Yeah. Score a double with everyone in there's the bin. There's more higher scoring. I think we'll see more points with these this crackdown. Yep, this crackdown for defenders to yeah cover the line. Yes, I've also gone for something a bit more abstract in my my prediction. I reckon it's going to be a good week for the hookers. Oh yeah, good week pick, for the pick, hookers. Pick a position. Why not? Good week hookers. for the hookers. So I'm going to say six hookers are going to score a try. Six hookers. Yeah, and I, I'm not utilities. Whatever doesn't matter. Number nine. If you've got the number nine on your oh. back, six of them are gonna. Yeah, they're gonna score a try. Does it? What, I'm if, actually if, gonna. I'm gonna if, say six tries across all of them. So if yes. I'm playing against a hat trick, yeah, that counts as yeah, three. Counts, yeah, I was counts. gonna say. Okay. Cool. State of Origin is moments away. Any second now, I reckon, kickoff. It can't be, it can't be too far. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast, which I assume you have, I assume that all of our listeners are loyal weekly listeners because this is a great podcast. Anyway, that's not the point. Um, for the last three weeks, we've bit by bit been naming our Origin teams. We started with the outside backs, then we went on to the forwards. Last week, we did the spine. Um, and this week, we're just going to go through our full 18-man squad. So, you'll get to hear our 18th man. That's oh, very exciting. exciting. Yeah. But also, obviously, since we've named those teams, there's been injuries or suspensions to some of those players. Some of them are pretty much fully ruled out and some of them are very likely to miss out. Some of them could miss out. But some There are some players that I've kept in my team, for example, who... Still have some charges Question to marks, face, but yeah. I'm backing them at the judiciary. Yeah, but any any changes based on form as well that we've yeah. seen yep. that might influence our final team's yep. predictions yep. or teams that we want to see out there for both sides. So Should we start with our Queensland teams? Or I think so. Yeah, let's, let's, let's bring Queensland. it home. We'll bring it home with the Blues. All right, let's get straight into it. Yep. I want you to tell me your 18-man Queensland squad. I'll tell you my 18-man Queensland squad. Uh, an interesting one here. At fullback, I now have AJ Brimson. Wow. Um, and that's because Ponga hasn't been playing a lot of footy recently. Wow. And even if he does get back, I've decided game one, I'm not putting Ponga in the squad at all. Wow. Brimson at fullback. He's also, he starting with I'm a starting curve with ball. a curveball. Brimson's been killing it for the Titans as he well. He has. So he has. I've I, decided. To, I've just decided. On the weekend, I was watching Brimson and I decided, you know what? I'm going to give it to him. I'd rather right, the crack. certainty of a player who's been playing good regular. Anyway, I meant to just be going through my team, but We've I, got Brimson. That, that was a big one. Big one, yeah. The wings are still Coates and Valentine Holmes. Yeah. The centers, I've got Dane Gagai still, but I've replaced Philip Sammy with Kurt Capewell. I've last minute decided that I want that experience. I want he's just he's a done so, it before. Solid player, and yeah, he is a class player. My halves are still Munster and Cherry Evans. Obviously, Munster won't really play any NRL before Origin, but he's Cameron Munster. He's got to be there. Um, my props, well, there's no more Josh Papali, so I've got Christian Welch um, lining up with Big Tino Fasua Malawi. Yeah. I've brought him up to the front row. And my starting hooker, 
I've now got Reed Marnie instead okay. of Harry. I've, Harry Grant's going to be off the bench. I've yep. got Reed Marnie starting. Um, second row is David Fafita and now Felice Cafusi. So I did have Capewell there, but now it's Felice Cafusi. And my lock, well, with now Tino in the front row, I've now got Jai Arrow at lock. And my bench is made up of Harry Grant as my utility. Jared Wallace, who was there already. Yep. Mo Fodawaker comes into the team because he's also been killing it. Yeah, and he's I'm, so good. Honestly, was a fool to not have him there in the first place. And 17 on the bench has played for Maroons before, but has been out of the team for a couple of years. Joe Offahengawi from wow. the West Tigers. I've got him there. Wow. Can play lock, can play back row. Um, he's been good, doing really well at lock for the Tigers. And my 18th man is Thomas Flegler. Just yeah, right. I think he can cover that sort of position. Um, yeah, yeah. No, he's just another good. another Queenslander that I that yeah. I found. emerging Queenslander. up. He's yep. been good. Um, let's hear your Queenslander. Yeah, well, you made you made quite a few the similar. A few yeah, yeah. I've, oh. I've followed suit on a couple of them. I've got Ponga still. Yep, he's my fullback of he choice. He is great. So yeah, yeah. Go. Can't go wrong with him. I've got Val Holmes and Coates on the on the wings as predicted. Yep. Um, I've also moved Capewell into the mm. centres to partner Gagai. Mm. Munster, DCE, and the halves. Similar to you, I've brought in Tino to that front row. Oh, yeah, nice. And Jai Arrow into that lock position. Nice. With Welch, the other starting front rower. I always had Kafusi and Fafida as my starting back rowers. Yep. I've stuck with Grant in the number nine. Fair enough. Yeah, I think Marnie is so close, but a big loss on the weekend's probably done his chances no good. <laughs> um, the Manly are the origin hopes killers. Absolutely, absolutely. Hopefully they don't play Penrith before the before origin. <laughs> Cleary and Luai might be gone. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they're really able to stop all the form. Gosh, I'll be a good game. The form killers. That's it. There you go. We've got uh, Brimson. Brimson's he's my 14. Yep. Yeah, he's my utility. Fodawaker. And Wallace are my two middles that I'm playing there. Mm. I've got Cohen Hess still. Yeah, I think true. he's a smoky to come back into that squad. Yep. He's good in the middle. Where he's been playing for the Cowboys. He can cover that second row spot. But Kafusi and Fafida can play 80 minutes easily anyway. And your 18th man is? Reed Marnie. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yep. He doesn't quite make the cut. But honestly, if he was named in the nine jersey ahead of Grant, I wouldn't have like raised too many eyebrows I mm. think they're pretty neck and neck I yeah. just think Grant is just got a bit more class about him yeah you and know Mar- Marnie's he's system. a hard worker That's the reason. Yeah. yeah Marnie's a grafter he tries hard body on the line solid defensively he's running games improving and, and his kicking game as well but yeah I don't know Grant just seems a cut above maybe that's just yeah the storm bias yeah but who knows all right, well, I got to go first with my Queensland team, so it's only fair I'll let you go first with your Blues. Thank you very much. Let's um, hear it. Again, a couple of changes, some for, some based on form and just changes changes in my mind. But going to start with Teddy at the back in the number one. Yep. On the wings, Josh had a car, and I've brought Toto into the side, hey. which that moves Tommy Turbo into the centres with Luttrell. Yep. Um, sorry, Whiten. Mm. Yeah, sorry, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Going to keep Luai and Cleary in the halves. There's no reason to doubt them. Mm. I've got uh, Payne Hass starting in the front row, along with Junior Paulo now. Saifidi, I've moved him to the bench. Cool. Just, just out of personal preference. Just out of preference. Uh, Crichton and Frizzell are still my starting back rowers, and I brought Turbo in. Oh, well, not Jakey Turbo. Jake Turbo. I always call him Turbo. Turbo. Uh, Jake 
Jakey Boy in the starting lock. Mm. Number nine, I've brought in Coruscant. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm sorry, Cook. Just based I, on how I just reckon he's playing better. And yeah. I, I want that Panther connection. Wow. I reckon he's good enough to play Origin. And like it's really tough leaving out Cook from this side. Mm. But the Rabbitohs have been struggling. And I don't know. I'm, I'm just leaning towards Coruscant. It's, it's a big call. Cool. Hope it's the right one. Now, this is one uh, interesting that you, you tossed and turned over is your number 14 now that Pappenhausen looking like not available. Yeah, it doesn't look like it. And honestly, I was between Cook and Whiten as and my 14. Yeah. I've gone with Whiten. You've gone with Whiten? Yeah. Cook's out of there altogether. And my thinking is, with these new crackdowns and things, I reckon you need an outside back to be able to cover... If you lose a winger or a centre, you don't mm. really want to be moving a second oh, rower Whiten's out there. definitely got the utility value over Cook. Cook can only really play hooker, whereas yeah. Whiten, he can cover at lock even. He's an outside back. Exactly. He, you can play him in the middle. You can play him anywhere. Cover fullback if needed, although we've got plenty of fullbacks who can do that job. That's true. Um, yeah, and if you know if Coruscant can't play out the 80, you can move Luai into that hooking role for a spell mm. and, and play Whiten at six. Mm. Um, that's the way around it, I'd see. Uh, finishing out the bench, so Whiten's there. Safidi, I moved him from my um, front row onto the bench. Yeo still there. Um, yeah, he's covering that second row spot, really, but also at lock. I've brought in Nathan Brown. Nathan Brown. God, I love his energy. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, it, like he fired up against the Manly boys, and just got to take my hat off to it. He was up for the challenge. Manly couldn't kill his form. Mate, <laughs> it's, it's a great contest. The it, one honestly, player, but... it was so good to watch. Um, and he's made his way into into the side. And let's hear your 18th man. Clint Gutherson. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, I just King think Gutho. He, he is. He is he's, I reckon he'd be great to have around camp, high energy, big effort plays. Just want him in there, you know? Yeah, nice. It's, it's a shame that he's playing at the same time as lots of other great fullbacks, and I don't think he's quite got the utility that, that Whiten has. So that's my squad. Cool. All right. Well, now it's time for mine. Um, we have the exact same one to seven, um, which was already my one to seven, but you've now joined me with yeah, Turbo in the centre, Toto on the wing. So happy with that. Luai and Cleary in the halves. Um, moving on to my Ford pack, I originally had the bold choice of Dale Finucan in my front row, and I didn't have Safidi in the team at all. I've since backed down from that stance. Okay, okay. I've put Safidi in my starting front row. Yeah. Next to Junior Paulo. Yeah. So that's Safedi and Paulo front row. I've still got Damien Cook at nine, yep. um, which I think will be the case. I think most people pick and cook. You're the only person I've seen so far picking Coruscant, but good right, on there's you. There's got to be one to, you know. There's got to be someone. First one to the door gets shot, mate. But, <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> um, my back row, Angus Crichton is still there, despite the fact he's facing a couple of judiciary charges. I think he'll get off, hopefully. Um, and I've brought Frizzell in as well, because I had Cameron Murray in my second row, and he's not going to play. So I've brought Frizzell back yeah. in. Trebojevic, You're seeing a sense, friend. Jake Trebojevic at lock, um, who was already there. Turbo. Jakey Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> my 14 is Jack Bird. Wow. Yeah. That is a smoky. I've gone Jack Bird. He has played for the Blues before. Um, and the reason why I've gone for Bird over a Whiten or over a Gutherson, mainly over a Whiten, is because I want Luai 
as his his debut. I don't want him feeling like we've got, you know, a, a backup just right there on the bench, you know, to to replace him if he's not, you know. Do you I, think that's in his mind? I don't know, but I just think I've got Bird there because I want a utility who is an outside back slash slash lock first yep. and a half second can cover all the positions. No, I but- agree. I like I, I see the logic there. Mm. But I don't think Luai's gonna be thinking that. If he gets no. picked, he'll well, be I've picked got- on merit, surely. But but basically I'm picking Jack Bird with 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 Bird having the full knowledge that he probably won't play and that the aim is that he doesn't get on the field. Yeah, right. But he's a backup. He's yep. there as a backup. Whereas Whiten I feel like if Whiten's there he's expected to get 20 minutes and and then you and then it becomes a bit complicated. I want it, this starting team to feel like the game is theirs. Last um, week we were talking about how important the bench is. There's no <laughs> difference between the bench and the starting side. It's a squad. Birds not getting on. <laughs> I can't believe you just Why don't well, you in the just, Fords, in the Fords it is. Okay. In the Fords it is. Yeah. My my Yeah, finish off your bench. My rest of my bench is Payne Haas, Isaiah and Dale Finucane. Yeah. And my 18th man is Jack White. Wow. So wow. he's my 18th. That Jack Bird pick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you've been going well this year. I think he'd yeah. be the just reward for no, him. No, fair. I mean, he's probably been one of the best players for the Dragons throughout the year. Mm. I, don't, I don't know where... Uh, I don't know what Luai's mindset's going to be if he's got a half on the bench who can cover other positions. Be yeah. interesting. That's that's one for Fitler to man-manage. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. <laughs> End of segment. <laughs> <laughs> We've got something a bit new, a bit creative, a bit funky. We're going to bring you at the end of this podcast. Yes. We're going to do a variation on our draft type uh, situation, mm. polls that we put up. But we're going to have two categories. These categories are going to be Players that are 30 years old and over, and players that are 23 years old and under. So yep. the old guys versus the kids. Yeah. We're going to pick teams based on well, using players from those categories. So all the middle road players, sorry, you're not part of this contest. Um, you're missing out. But instead of like both of us trying to pick the teams, we're just going to each be assigned as the coach of that team. Go away, pick our teams. And then we'll come back, name the teams, and see what you guys think. Absolutely, yeah. So we're not going alternate picks or anything. Mm. We're just going to get our categories sorted. Who's going to be managing the old guys? Who's going to be managing the kids? A lot of good players in both categories. Absolutely. And the way that we're going to... 30 and over, 23 and under. Yeah. Cool. Are we doing 13-man squad or 17, 18? I think 13. Let's do 13. Let's Let's keep it concise. And... The way we're going to decide is the little game that we played the other week to decide our draft order, where we each take it in turns naming a player, last name, and the <laughs> next player that you name has to start with the letter of the last player. I did so bad at so this. So I said Trebojevic last I time. I couldn't think of a single player Nobody. whose name started with, whose surname started with C. All I kept thinking about was Christian Welch. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't the game. That wasn't the game. So hopefully Lockie's going to do better this well, time. I think I should go first this time. Yeah, I'm happy to give you that... that. Um, <laughs> honour. Because maybe it was just a massive advantage having that mm. first pick. 
you know, I've got to throw a name out there. So okay, okay. I'm gonna go first. Go for it. Tedesco. <laughs> That's game over. <laughs> That's game over. <laughs> Who starts with O? Justin Olam. Olam. Oh, Off of Hengawi. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a fun game. This game has never got off the ground. <laughs> this game has never got off the ground. Can we do a best of three? <laughs> nah, I'm going, I get to choose which team I'm coaching. All right, do you want the kids or the old man? I'm taking the kids. Oh, wow, okay. Did you want the kids? I did. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. All right, well, Harvey and I are going to go away now. Off air, you'll hear a little, uh, one of our little uh, boop, boop, ba da ba da segments. I'm just going to leave it as that. Oh. It's going to be that. <laughs> Just use my this, yeah. the sound clip that I just did. Yeah. Put that there, um, and then we'll come back and we will reveal our teams. See you later. Uh, boop boop ba da ba da. All right, we're back. Hello, hello. Thanks we've, for staying tuned. We've picked our teams. If you've just tuned in, <laughs> I don't know how podcasts work. If you've just tuned in, if for some reason you open the podcast, slid your finger across to this point, whatever point this is, and um, you have no idea of what's going on. Harvey, Neither do we. Harvey's <laughs> selected a team of 30 and overs that he's coaching. I've selected a team of 23 and unders that I'm coaching. Um, and we're going to list those for you now. We are. You'll be able to vote on. Absolutely. Uh, better go for the old guys. These guys have dominated the game for a decade at least. Mm. They've, you know, been good good players for a good long players. time. Uh, I'll go first. All right. Are you going to go through the whole team? Oh, what are we gonna? What, I don't know. How are we gonna do this? I'm asking. Let's go through the whole team. Go on then. I think it's just better as a package. What kids have you picked? Okay, my fullback is Ryan Pappenhausen. Wow. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. He's in that age category. I was very happy to see I'm his name come I'm trusting you up. that most of your players are within the age category. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so oh, no, you wouldn't, wouldn't be dishonest. My wingers are your men, Jason Saab Lovely. and Brian Toto. Oh, excellent. Both. Yeah. Youngsters, just speed is what comes with youth. Speed. <laughs> um, my centres, I've put Latrell Mitchell in there despite being a fullback at club level and I've partnered him with Zach Lomax. Yeah, nice. I tossed and turned. I thought Steve Crichton could have got in there, but I've decided to go for Mitchell and Lomax. Wow. Crichton's fallen down your. Mm, I know, he used ranking. to be my man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, well, I guess we live and we learn. My, my, my halves, uh, well, I had to go half back Nathan Cleary. Had yeah, to go. No, no choice. Yeah. Um, and to 5-8 pair him, I was choosing out of Sam Walker, Reese Walsh, and Matt Burton. I've gone for Sam Walker. Wow. From the Sydney Roosters. Yeah. He's made his way in there. Um, my hooker is Harry Grant. Yeah. Yep. Um, my props are the Titans pair of Mo Fodawaka and Tino Fasua Malaawi. Strong. My second row is David Fafita. And Satili Tupanua from yeah, the Sydney Roosters. Yeah, he's been good this year, hasn't he? And my lock is Victor Radley. Very good. Mm. Full of potential. Full of potential. I mean, some of them have already achieved a lot of that potential, but there's just more to do. So young. I'd argue that Cleary's got a mature head on him and he's more like over 30s than he is a young kid. Yeah. Can I have him? No. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take Benji. He's young at heart. (laughs) Um, Now let's hear your old, old, weak, brittle brittle team. Bones could break at any moment. These guys still have a lot to give to the game. 
Starting in from coaching roles and <laughs> as ambassadors. Teaching yeah. the kids. Teaching, teaching the kids the old ways, you know, when the game was still tough. Back when high tackles were just running <laughs> rampant. Yeah. And you could have a biff. You could have a biff. Yeah. Punch a bloke's face if you wanted to. Ah, oh, the good old days. Oh, the good old days. Ah. These players know all about it. Let's hear it. Starting from the back, Cody Walker is my fullback. He's fullback. Full he is. Yeah. You couldn't pick any, there were no old fullbacks. Cody Walker, he's my fullback. Okay. If you want to criticise my choices, <laughs> so, so. you can jump in the comment section on the Instagram post. And Sorry, I'm look. young and arrogant. Yeah, you the are. I've got you the Penrith Panthers vibe about, about me. My team. Now you can't argue with this. Brett Morris on the wing. Oh, uh, yeah. One of the best there's ever been. Yep. Genuine future immortal. Good call. Future immortal. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. Who knows? Who no. Uh, we got Blake Ferguson partnering him out there on the edge as well. Yeah, he's a bit past it, isn't he? Centres <laughs> Centres Jared Croker and Dane Gagai. You need experience there, so I'm very happy with that. Is Gagai over 30? He is. Oh, there you go. He is. There you go. Hobbs, Adam Reynolds, and yep. Daly Cherry Evans. Oh, I like that. Very strong. That sure. did force Cody Walker into the fullback role. Had forced to have it. him there. Forced it. Uh, Hooker is Josh Hodgson. Okay. Hasn't had his best year, but he's still one of those elite level hookers. Mm. Front row of Marty Tapao and Bromwich. Right. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Some jealousy in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Second row is Wade Graham and Elliot Whitehead. Okay. W's just lining Wade up Graham. there. No longer good enough to make Origin teams anymore, but that's all right. Yeah, but he's played lots of Origin. Half your guys haven't even played Origin, mate. Oh, but they will. They'll be playing lots of Origin. No, no, no. I don't believe it. <laughs> My lock is Josh Maguire. Josh Maguire? <laughs> That the best you got? I think so. <laughs> That's between him and Soliola. <laughs> really? Well, I, yeah, I, I surprises me. I had a few other props that I wanted to get in there. Kevin Proctor was unlucky to miss out as well. Mm. Could have played him at thirteen. No other locks over thirty apart from Josh Maguire. Well, who are you thinking of? Don't know. Who are the old locks nowadays? It's all the turbos, the Jakey one, the Camaris. You could have played, played Marty Tap out lock. Good, got another spot for a prop. Nah, mate, he's a prop through and through. He's a prop through and through. I'm not going to try and manipulate players' positions and work my way around it. I'm happy with the boys that I've picked, and okay. I'm confident they'll get the, the fan vote. You could have had Isaac Liu in there from the Roosters. I don't want Isaac Liu. No, fair enough. I'm right. just, I'm he's, gonna... he's a typical Rooster that's <laughs> considered better than he is because he plays for a premiership side. Yeah, right. Well, this is going to be... I didn't mean to shout you down, Liu, but... Lockie's brought it up, and I've got to defend my boys. You've got to defend your boys. You you do have to defend your boys. You've got to defend Josh Maguire. I do. That's your role as coach. Yeah, he's a mongrel, and I'm going to back him every step of the way. That's a great press conference. I want to come to your press conference, <laughs> but I want to watch my team play footy. This weekend, we were met with some pretty sad news for the rugby league community, but also the sporting community in Australia in general with the passing of Bob Fulton. Uh, immortal of the game, mm. absolute legend, obviously a, a manly boy through and through, but also, you know, coached Australia for a decade, made massive contributions to a lot of people throughout the game. And yeah, it was terrible news on, on, on Sunday morning. I think the manly paramatic game was played in his spirit. It's good that yeah. the manly boys... They definitely got up for him. They got up for him. Mm. The emotion was there, it's clear to see. Big, big loss for the game. Big loss for the game. Got to pay our Bob respects. Fulton. 
Well, guys, that's the podcast for this week. What um, an excellent podcast, what can a, I say. What an episode. <laughs> Had it all. Had it all. Um, make sure you go on the Instagram vote. There's a few things to vote for this week. Not only the player of the round, which is each and every week, um, a hotly contested poll and but also we've got our battle of the oldies v the youngsters and it's exciting yeah i like these sort of battles we should do this more often 100 it's a way to do like a draft without having to go too wild well yeah the back and forth confusion (laughs) of back and forth keeping track yeah no it's a good way to do it absolutely but um yeah another fun episode we'll be back again next week yeah looking forward to it looking forward to it origin around the corner so close how exciting actually next episode I think the teams will, will be in we'll there. We'll know the teams. We'll yeah. know the teams. Yeah. There we go. We'll be able to analyze. I think. Yeah, I think we do. I think they generally get announced on the Sunday evening. All right. I'm looking so, forward to it. Very much looking forward to it. All right. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.